Welcome to Agony Island, the podcast that you never knew you needed. Listen to Stephen and Stefan delve into the ponderous world of everyday problems and give you a guiding hand through everyday turmoil and sticky social situations. That said, one of the two is legally trained to give actual advice and is a responsible adult. The less said about the other one, the better. We cannot be held responsible for the content sent in via our listeners, so if you're easily offended, then please do something a bit boring instead. This show is for entertainment only, so please don't take the advice too seriously. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of Agony Island. I am Stephen Ham, and this is... Hello, I'm Stephen Petty. How the devil are you doing? Is that you asking me, or is that you asking the listeners? I'm asking you, how are you doing? Oh, I mean, yeah. I kind of correspond with the listeners to the podcast, are we? That would yeah. be a bit strange, wouldn't it? I don't know. I've, I've heard you on the radio. So, <laughs> let's... All right. <laughs> so, I've had COVID. Yes, yeah. that might sound a bit funny. Yeah, I haven't been well for the last week, which hasn't been great. Do you know what you say that? I'm, hang on, I'm just going to say it. I don't mean to interrupt, but you just got me brain spinning, right? Yeah, yeah. You know when you, you sit, when people say, I think that sound a bit funny, because I mean, it'd be great if you had like something where it made you ill, but it give you like a proper comedy voice, like you sound like one of the Muppets or something. You know, I've got a bad case. <laughs> you imagine that? How good that would be? I mean, that would be an interesting case of laryngitis, but... Yeah. Um, if you you're like, I can't come into work today because I'm not feeling, I'm feeling a bit funny. I always find it funny whenever anyone rings into work, you know, yeah. whenever you're ill and you ring into work, you kind of got to feel you've got to like, you've got to kind of ham up the voice a little bit, yeah. don't you? Know? And yeah, it's, it's a bit weird. I don't know why we do it, but even I think I kind of do it as well. What's your like, best sick voice? Really? As a doctor, you do a good yeah, sick voice. I, well, no, I don't, I don't. It's not like a proper sick voice, but yeah. you know, it's like, I, I'm like, well, I can't sound, you know, too chirpy. Right. Do, do you, do you, right, okay. Do your best sick voice. Well, I can't because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bit better, but you know, when, whenever yeah. you, whenever your thoughts a bit, you know, yeah. feels like it's a bit clogged up, and you know, you kind of feel. Stephen, bit... I'd love to yeah. do the rest of the podcast, but I'm, 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 I'm oh, I taste coming out both ends. I feel terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but that that wouldn't that wouldn't affect your voice though, would it? Usually, so oh, it's more. I wonder where it's coming out. <laughs> I was it. That's just the other end. Uh... <laughs> Whenever I spoke to people, you know, so I used to be an employer, right, years ago, and people mm. would ring up and they'd say to you, I'm bad. <laughs> Suddenly they sound like they're like, I'm bad. <laughs> it's like lamb almost, right? And I always noticed that people put like a horrific bit of detail in. To oh, yeah. Go, oh, hey, that terrible. Yeah. I, I actually did have somebody say to us, I'm shitting through the eye of a needle. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh it's. <sighs> It's, yeah, it's almost like you've got to sort of ham it up a little bit and sort yeah. of, you know, explain why you can't be at work. Mm. Whereas actually, mm. if you're not well, you're not well, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, you, you are allowed to self-certify to say you are ill for seven days, and that's fine. I, I have very rarely been off work sick. Have you? Yeah, I'm one of those where, like pre-COVID, I used to work my way through. So before I was a GP... It used hmm. to be really rare that I used to get sick. But now that I am a GP, 
obviously I'm getting a lot of people coming face to face with COVID, with yeah. colds and flu and yeah. chest infections and norovirus. Yeah. And so it, no matter how much I wash my hands, like I'm in a tiny little confined box of an office. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to get these infections. I keep getting sick. So it's a good couple of times a year I'm getting sick. My, my idea, by the way, is we make this podcast good enough that we'll win some award for you to hang in your office at the GPs. <laughs> just, just, you know, like saying all them certificates and stuff you got. And that's my podcast certificates. Yeah. I actually, I actually don't have any certificates on the wall in GP, you know? You know? No, no. Because I've got, I've got a couple of jobs, don't I? So where yeah. will I put certificates? So, well, yeah. I reckon you should get, do you know what? You should get one of those ones from like a kebab shop saying it's really clean. Mm-hmm. And just hang. I would hang weird stuff up in my room just to make people look around and go, well, what's that? You know, we get that anyway with the CQC. So, like, if you yeah. have a look on hospitals and GP surgeries, yeah. there'll be, like, a CQC rating, which tells you how clean and how good the hospital is and things like that. That is, that is news to me. I, I'm going to look for that. Yeah, yeah, look up there. Cause so, like, it'll have things like excellent, good, mm. um, it needs improvement, those types of things in different areas. So, yeah, you can have does a it, look. Does it put you off if you go to a takeaway? And there's not one of them rating things on the window as you if walk the, in. I wouldn't go in. If it's not a rating thing there, it's like, why? that's a legal that, requirement. That makes me go, oh, it's going to be good in here. It's going to be extra tasty. Uh, I once ate a dog, you know. Right. No, generally, there's a place in Newcastle, and I end up getting really bad food poisoning, right? Right. And uh, they found out when, when the, the, the health and trading standards went in, because loads of people, get, wasn't just me, loads of people got food poisoning on this. And they found, uh, they found a, a canine carcass on the premises. Yeah, I know. That's that's really upsetting. Like, I absolutely love dogs. And that, so do I. I hope, I, oh my God, I hope they were prosecuted. Oh, they were all shut down. We shut down and it went, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, the the name of the shop was mm. was, you know, gone stricken off it was taken away yeah, they never good. did it again um i will tell you off air what took over from it all right okay so i can <laughs> well i mean as long as it's not the same people it should be fine no, um, I, I don't know what type of dog i ate i mean that would be horrible if i knew what like, no I, I don't i don't that no honestly i, I it's really upset me that story i know it does it upset me i think back about it mate i just go to a zoo to take off what i haven't tried yet Oh, uh, no. Behave yourself. I'm, 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 I'm such an animal person. See, I'm not very good with meat either. Mm. I'm not even I'm not even good. It's, it's far, the innuendo. No, it's far yeah. too easy. Yeah. It's far too fish barrel shotgun. So I don't eat a lot of meat. You don't? No, because I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that great with it. I can't deal with gristle and stuff like that. So you talking about eating like zoo animals? Absolutely. No, <laughs> triggers me. No, thank you. I was vegetarian for a bit. All right. How did that? How long? How long were you vegetarian for? Um, the entire time that I was seen a vegetarian. Ah, yeah. I was the best breakup I ever had. <laughs> right. I was. I was just at Morrison's and see uh, the deli counter going. I'm so sad. Give me the chop. Arr, arr, arr. Oh, <laughs> bacon. Arr. I'm not going to hurt anymore, but I've got bacon. It was a very early, early uh, relationship. I managed to be a vegan for about two weeks until I realised <laughs> I really, really yeah. miss chocolate and I was like, yeah. I can't do this, so it was a no. I did dairy free. Oh yeah. And that was amazing. Dairy free was a life changer for me and I am seriously considering going back to it again. I mean, if it was that much of a life changer, it's probably worth it. It, it really was. I, 
made such a huge difference to us. Mm. Um, but it was it was only me who was doing it, mm. and it was quite expensive to do, considering like we buy everything as a family. Yeah, and there's only so much goat's cheese you can enjoy. Right. Okay. Does goat's cheese not have lactose in it? No. 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 Does it not? There's certain cheeses I know that don't have it in. It's the stinkiest of stinky cheeses. It's a mm. really nice. It is really, really nice. Mm. But when you, I, I think you should always say to somebody, sit down and look. What do you have that's dairy? Right. And what do you not? It does contain lactose. Does it? Yeah. I mean, I was sure it did. Yeah. So goat's milk, goat's milk does, goat's cheese does contain. Lactose. Well, so, the one I was buying was lactose-free, so maybe okay. it was a, like a fake cheese. So yeah, no, no, it's not. If it, so basically, they can process it, so yeah. they can remove some of the um, lactose from it. So you can get lactose-free milk and things like that Ooh. these days. So that might right. be worth trying. Well, I'll give that a go. But have you seen? Um, by the way, the the big shocker that came out that cheese on pizzas, which you buy shop-bought pizzas, isn't really cheese. No, I haven't seen that, but I'm not surprised. It's animal fat and dye. <laughs> What's your face, cunt? <laughs> Did you just throw up your mouth a little bit there? So, so basically, <laughs> so it's lard and food colouring. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Lard and food colouring. Unless it says on the packet, it's cheese. Right? Uh-huh. It's, la- it's basically just lard and food colouring. Oh, so you're going to have to buy like a triple cheese one then. That's got it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've just bought some diet pizzas that I've got in the freezer. Oh. And I'm now really concerned what that is. Well, if they're diet pizzas, it's not going to be lard, is it? You know. Well, you'd hope so. It's only like 390 calories a, a pizza, which is quite good. Great. Well, is it just cardboard with a bit of sauce on? <sighs> kind of. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Come on to the fat side. We have cake. Well, I've not been eating that at the moment because I'm not feeling very well. You, you've got a fantastic story, which we will keep for the next the next podcast, about people reacting to you being ill. Because this is going to get people out. It got me angry. It's going to get other people angry. No, I'll, t- I'll tell you now because it doesn't take very long, but it was very odd. I've got a couple of jobs in the in the NHS. And so the second job, I'm, I, you know, I contacted mm. them the day before and I was like, look, I'm ill. I won't be coming in tomorrow. I'll let you know when I'm coming back. And then the second day that I was due to be in it, which is mm. the day after, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't contact them because I, I basically hadn't slept all night and I was dozing in the morning they tried to ring me but they didn't wake me up with uh, the phone call and because i didn't answer the phone they rang my next of kin which is my sister just so long and rang my sister and said stevens stevens not answering his phone we're really worried about him you know like he's ill and we're just really worried about him and so my sister who you know has her own stuff going on she is the other dr ham in the northeast um she has got you know she's got the couple of kids she's looking after and then she's like oh my god what's going on with steven and then you know panicked me sister and Mm. i'm like right so when i finally wake up like an hour or so later and i'm like hang on why is my phone exploded basically people assuming that i'm dead because yeah it was just it was just bizarre first of all one didn't know your sister was a doctor right knew you had a sister didn't know she was a doctor Mm -hmm. second of all that's well out of order how out of order is that actually yeah it's it's kind of bizarre. Oh, I haven't been able to get him twice. Uh, he may be dead. Let's ring his family and scare them. Yeah. 
I've never had that before in any job I've ever worked in. Like that was that was quite that was. Quite I was different. I was you told me that, and I was incredibly angry when you told us. I was like, that's something you should get revenge on. Well, the thing is, I didn't have any patients that day. My clinics and things had been cancelled mm. because you know I said I was ill. So yeah. I'm not quite sure why they were chasing up mm. on me. And I was like, I well, told it was it was weird. Anyway, that's a problem, but that leads us very nicely onto this week's problems. This week's problems. Yeah. We also have a jingle for something we haven't done yet, which is weekly occasional feature. We're gonna be doing that when we work out what the feature's gonna be. Yeah. Today though, it's problems. Stevie <laughs> baby, hit me with somebody's woe. So I'll go with a question then, shall we? Um, so I've had this sent in, and mm. I seem to get a lot of relationship questions sent in, but that seems to be yeah. a lot of our our problems. Yeah. So which is interesting because I am not in one. Um, but mm. you, you're in a successful relationship, so maybe you're better at answering. Hey, oh, there's than a I am. great way to jinx somebody. Oh, you're doing well. <laughs> touch wood, touch wood. <laughs> or don't. Um, I'll, I'll make sure you wash it. your hands after. So cheap. So <laughs> cheap. Yeah, you know, this should be a perfect. This should you should have to pass a certificate to see it. You know, if it's a doctor, right? If anybody comes in, they should say to you, right? Is there any <laughs> like you know? Um, oh, I've got a problem with the big end. They should just make you watch Carry On films till innuendo are no longer funny. <laughs> to be fair, I did watch a lot of Carry On films as a like kid, it. so I like think it. I think it's probably you. You think that out of my system now? Some of these innuendos, no, but no, clearly not. I um, grew up on them as well, yeah. right? Back to the problems. So let's actually start the problem, shall we? So, dear sirs, please help. I've been dating a guy for a couple of weeks. We've been on one date, dinner and drinks. It was a good date. We kissed at the end and we went to our separate homes. He's recently stopped texting as much as he used to. He used to text every morning when he woke up. And now this seems to have stopped. Yet, he has arranged for a second date for us to have dinner at his house. My questions to you is, what does it mean that he's no longer texting so much? And should I still go to his house for this second date? And they end with, love the podcast, keep them coming, Northern Mail 26. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, ooh. Well, if, right, I think all we can do with this one is put ourselves in this position. Okay. So, yeah, right, you've been for a date. It's went well. Yeah. Uh, is that a kiss? Ooh, right. Now, that's the thing. You did the respectful thing of uh, not, uh, you know, going further. First date, here's the thing. Because, you know, it takes a couple of days to find out something he's a bit, you know, or not. Maybe they've been really busy, which is why they haven't, but they've said, I've got to fit this person back into my life. I've had such a good time. Mm. Let's arrange for another one. Mm -hmm. The person who's going, well, they've not been ringing or texting as much. Sounds a bit needy to me. Yeah, they do, don't they? Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, in my mind, this sounds like an attachment disorder to me. Oh, right, okay. 
So if you if you can spot when somebody's messages start changing, all right. Yeah. So if you are somebody who is very used to getting messages yeah. every morning, and you know they're mm. messaging you quite a lot during the day and replying yeah. almost instantly to your messages. And that suddenly starts to change. Things happen in people's lives. Yeah. You have to remember. Jobs might get busy. They might have sick family members. You know, there's other stuff going on. They might even be dating someone else because you might not be exclusively dating. And that's okay. People are allowed to yeah. do that these days. You can mo date multiple people at the same time. But if you start noticing these little changes and that's really causing a trigger mm. in you... Yeah. This early on, that makes me say, what's going on with you? Because you're very anxious about this. You've got an anxiety disorder related to this attachment to somebody who you are not actually attached to yet. Mm. And so that's something you probably need to work on. But if you Google attachment yeah. disorders and you feel you may have that, there are things that you can do to try and help with that. So that's the first part. So like, why is he, you know, not messaging so much? And, and yeah. I think it's okay not to message so much. That's fine. I, I completely agree with you there, yeah. But I'm somebody who messages a lot as well, and I do notice if somebody starts messaging as you, less. As you pointed out last week. Yeah, so I know when yeah. you are messaging me less. and that I do, yeah. So it's not just but that was But that was something we'd actually talked about because last week was a... Last week and this week have been an absolute mare for me. Oh, yeah. Just we're wrapping everything up and taking care of everything. Mm. But it's one of those ones I'm like, right. And, but I always reply when we were talking the other day, I was like... I'm in a meeting at the moment. I'll give you a shout yeah, when you I do. get out. Because I hear that when you just get, oh, great, that one word, sure, not a problem, yeah. Because um, when when like, when the missus sends it to us, I know she's busy. Yeah. Because we've got that shorthand, we know when we're busy. If it's just a one-word answer, I know she's up to rise. But if you weren't in like a firm relationship, you can read so much. And this is why I hate, this is uh, part of what I hate is text messages. Well, again, you, you read them wrong as well. But if, yeah. you th if you are somebody, if you're dating somebody and you're that mm. person who's suddenly not texting as much. Oh, yeah. It's actually, it might be a good idea if you explain why, because you don't know what's happening with that other person. Because if they do have mm. an anxiety disorder around attachment, then that could be causing them a lot of distress. So it's something just to be aware of. I mean, how would you budge that? Would you say like, hiya, um, I know I'm new to this, but are you a potential bunny boiler? No, and my, my thoughts with this one, all right, so the next part of the question was, yeah. was, um, should I still go on the date, yeah. all right? Yeah, I think you should. That's so that's, me. that's, so rather than just asking them, are you a bunny boiler, actually go along to the date. I wasn't, I wasn't actually going to say, are you a bunny boiler, it's just, you know, to that's fair, cat and cat, yeah. I don't think, I, I, to be honest, I think this Northern Male 26 is more likely the bunny boiler than the other one because they're oh, the ones who are worried about the text messages and mm. things like that. Bunny boiler, where does that come from, that phrase? It's from fatal attraction. Yeah, exactly. So some people might not know what that means. We're back eating animals again. And that wasn't planned. I'm just saying that's really, it's me. I love the way our podcasts tie in with each other. But mm. when, you, when you're on a date with somebody, you don't want to set out all the, uh, you know, people give you a great image of who they are, right? It's a bit like when you go to the shop to buy, you know, you buy a shirt. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go in. I like this shirt. Does this shirt look good on me? Yes. Could yeah. I wear this shirt on various different occasions? Mm -hmm. In the right light, it might make us look a bit paunchy. I'm not going to buy the shirt, right? You've got to put your best points forward when you meet somebody for the first time. Mm. Put them in, and then you can bring out all your baggage. 
Well, for me, it's when you're dating someone, you don't go in instantly going, this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. This is I'm yeah. getting to know this person because actually you might, you know, you I've might been find on out. Dates. I've been on dates where that's happened. Because that is the whole bunny boiler phrase, is it? Where fourth question. Coming in, fourth question. What yeah. would you call your kids? Oh, yeah, exactly. It's those very intense questions where you're just like, we don't need this. We're getting mm. to know each other to see if we are compatible or basically on yeah. a almost friendship level to start yeah. with. Because yeah. if we're not, what's the point? And mm. so don't go in with a, a lot of expectations because then you will just end up giving yourself a lot of disappointment. But for the date, for the date. Mm. that um, So he's also said, should I still go on the date? Should I go around this guy's house? And so I say, <sighs> yes, yeah, you might yeah. as well. All right. Mm. But if it's at some, if it's at his house, mm. he's going to want sex. All right. So what you want to be doing whoa, is... Whoa, 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 whoa. He is. You, if you're going to someone's house for a date, you, they're going to want to get it on. So make sure, sir, that you've Since done your... Since when? It's... If you're going to someone's house, if you are going to someone's house for a date, they are uh -huh. wanting to get it on, right? If otherwise, you would be in like a neutral environment. You'd just be going yeah. out for dinner again, or you go for a walk, or you go for coffee, drink, something like that. If you're going to a private residence, they're going to want to get it on. All right. Well, Look, and that's news to me, my friend. And I've obviously, I've got to be honest with you, I've I've missed an awful lot of clues. In. Well, I mean. This is two northern men as well. So, you know, maybe this is something I have some more personal, <laughs> you know, experiences of. I've been to, I've been to uh, people's houses when I've been dating with them and went for a meal. And mm. it, hasn't, it hasn't ended up as, you know, rom du jour. That's interesting because usually if you're inviting someone to your house, like it's usually hinted in there that something else is going to happen. So my suggestion, sir, would be. You'll never come to my house for a cup of tea. That's 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 fine by me. No, I, I know what you mean, but I'm, I'm that's now got me thinking back on times being people's houses on dates and went. Was that was that a sort of hint for someone else? It might have been, to be fair, oh. but it's fine. Again, there's Jeez. no there's also no pressure. You don't have to do something if you don't want to, but make sure you've done the downstairs gardening. That's my advice. <laughs> do and also in a manscaping. Yeah, get that sorted, all right? And mm. also, be careful. If you're going to have dinner at somebody's house and then, you know, get it on mm. with two and it being two men, mm. you don't want to eat too much because you don't want your penis coming out looking like a chocolate eclair. Oh, no, come on. Come on. That's just right, okay. Yeah. Or, and f or a feast ice lolly. Oh, oh no, come on. <laughs> me mom's me mom going to be listening to this. I've been, I've been, I've been reeling myself in here, being polite. Eee, my lord. You're upset about me talking about eating a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that shouldn't some be going near the mouth. Some poor, some poor <laughs> bugger is going to be sitting here having his lunch going, well, well, it was all right that we started talking about eating dogs, and then it went on a bit further, and I'm never having a feast nice lolly again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the, this is the thing. We are from we are from different backgrounds in different worlds. I never, if you go on a date anyway, like that, it's 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 not until you're really comfortable with some somebody that you go right. I'm gonna have you know like takeaway, big big blowout takeaway, and all that. Mm. That's like a couple of months in the relationship. That. Well, I'm just educating you on the tops and bottoms well, of the gay world. 
Well, I am I am educated. Well, there you go. I'll tell you, uh, the only thing I know pretty much about the gay world is uh, everywhere else I'm a fat bloke, but in certain niche quarters, I'm classed as a bear. And that's much nicer than a fat bloke. Actually, do you know what, do you know what happened a while ago, which was really quite cool? Mm-hmm. So when Heaven was on TV, oh, um, yeah. there was this website up, and it was like, Com- sexy comedians, right? It was really funny because it was loads of mates of ours who were going on and people were going, oh, and it was comments and statements that people had made about comics. And I wasn't I wasn't mentioned in it. I didn't expect to be mentioned. And then uh, a friend of mine, John, said, is always going, oh, you've made the list. And I was like, oh, have I? And I went on, no, no, no. I was on uh, the Bears of Great Britain. I was, num- <laughs> I was number eight. But what was really strange was, Somebody had trolled the internet and pulled so many different photos of us off. Right. Including like ones off off me Facebook. Some off me MySpace as well. Mm. So that you know, they must have had a oh, way MySpace. back attention. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder if that still exists. It does apparently. Apparently. Um my uh, daughter for my fiftieth birthday has a thing called the Wayback Machine where they can pull old pages of the yours. Oh and they, they found a load of old wrestling pictures of us. That's and put them on, I was like, oh, yeah, but yeah. So th- there you go. Hey, every day is a school day. I think as well, getting back to that person's problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe have a word with somebody about your relationship status. Not the person who you're talking to, but mm. that's a definite anxiety. That That's something you need to take care of. Because that, yeah. that could really upset future relationships. You can get you can get therapy around that. There are specialist therapists out there for attachment disorders. So if yeah. you feel you might have an attachment disorder, if you feel you get really worked up about really minor things mm. in relationships, mm. you know, like you know, messaging changing or somebody, you know, going out for drinks with friends or things like that, you know, things that shouldn't really trigger someone. Yeah. You know, if you're if that is happening to you, it's probably worth mm. looking into that. I'm thinking, I'm going back to the old school terms as well. That would just, somebody would be described as clingy, like clingy. Yeah, exactly. And I think, but you have to remember old school terms like this, mm. like clingy mm. and things like that. Actually, that could be an attachment disorder. No, it is. It is. It's just more aware now. Yeah, we're definitely more aware and learning more over the years on mental health and anxiety and mm. how we mm. respond in relationships and stressful situations. Which is important because if you reflect in on yourself and you find that you're having problems, then you can work and act on these. So for this question in particular, I think we've answered it pretty much to death now, but yeah, go on your date, enjoy it. You're there to learn about someone. Don't go in with too much expectation because Mm. you're just going to set yourself up for failure. Because if this person doesn't turn out to be the person that you want them to be, then you're going to be really disappointed. So, you know, go along, have some fun, enjoy your time Mm. and enjoy dating. So, yeah, from that, shall we get on to Becky's question of the week? Hello, this is Becky standing. She's ill. I'm you. I'm also someone who gets confused by British culture. So bear with me. The question this week is, do you hold a door open for someone when you see them coming? And how far away do they have to be before you don't have to hold the door for them? And what do you do if someone doesn't say thank you? Looking forward to hearing your advice, guys. Well, I I think we're going to have two very different points of view here. 
Um, because I am a firm door opener for a lot of people. Right. I'm like that person in, in an, um, a disaster movie who's going, no, no, just go on, leave me here. I've had it where the missus and the kids have been halfway around the shop and I'll still be holding the doors open for people. Right. So, for me, see, I lived in London for five years, so um, a lot of my manners have been beaten out of me. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, and that was that was even before I moved to London. But anyway, <laughs> it's opening a door for people. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I quite like to, but it can be really awkward, can't mm. it? Like, it's one of those things that if you hold the door and you you look behind you and there's uh, somebody and you're just like, how far away? It, how do you judge? It's about five steps. It's about five steps. That's what I think. If they're more than five steps away, I'm keeping walking, all right? And that's what I'm doing because otherwise it's a really awkward <laughs> holding the door, waiting for this person. And then they see you holding the door open and then they start to yeah, race I've towards the door. Go. I've done that where they go. And they look at you and you look at them and go, no, no, come on. And then they start running forward. Why did we do that? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. It's one of the worst things ever. Honestly, I if I honestly, I would rather people just didn't bother holding the door for me. But then, mm. so I've had a couple of experiences of that, and one was quite recently. Again, mm. I was at work, right, yes. and we've got a door which, um, being a, a medical area, we've got yeah. a lot of doors with cords on to like yeah. get through. And um, I was coming down the stairs, and I was quite high up the stairs coming down, and somebody saw me coming down the stairs, and they put the cord in, and they were holding the door for me. Nice. And I'm like, and then have to start skipping, like rushing down the stairs oh, as fast uh, as I could. and yeah. nearly fell over. Yeah. And I'm like tumbling down the stairs. And I'm going, I didn't need this today. Did not need this. Well, it's, it's at the same time, if you hold the door, if you're the door holder, right? Mm-hmm. I, do you ever get the point where you hold up and somebody just doesn't acknowledge you holding the door open for them? Because oh. then somebody goes, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> passive aggressive, you're welcome. All you had to say was thank you or acknowledge us holding the door open for you. So it's this like, hap- my gym's quite a busy gym and this yeah. happens quite a lot. And so you'll come through, you'll scan your barcode to get in and out and then you'll hold the door open. And when you're holding it for mm. somebody, you know, they'll just sometimes they'll just wander through on their phone, not even paying yeah. attention. And that's quite rude. Um, so there's a lot of door holding at the gym, but also there's a lot of people who are just in their own world on their phone with their mm. headphones in and they'll just the door will just slam. Because it's quite windy a lot of the yeah. time where the gym is, yeah. especially coming in at this time of year, and the doors slam on you, and so that's Ooh, quite that's annoying been, as well. So the questions really are: Do you challenge people for not saying thank you for holding yeah. the door? Yeah. Um, and I say, ah, oh, no, what? Well, I can't be bothered. Honestly, I'd, mm. life's too short. Like they must have other stuff going on in their life. That's probably what's going on. If they can't be bothered to say thank you. Yeah. There must be other stuff going on. Like the only time I wouldn't is if my mind is really somewhere else and I'm really concerned about something and I'm just not paying attention to what's I'll, going on around me. I'll do it if I'm in a car and I'll let somebody go by. You know, like when you wait and let of blink oh, somebody go yeah. by. And yeah. if they don't wave or don't acknowledge, then I'll uh-huh. be like, well, screw you, baby. Yeah. I'll to that effect. Well, you know I've got quite an expressionate face. You do. <laughs> 
I can just let you good and through a car window. So if I if I pull my massive car in, right, yeah. like to one side, and then somebody mm. drives past me in like a narrow street, but doesn't thank me for like me pulling yeah. into like to the side for them, yeah, the faces I pull, <laughs> it's I, just I, like. <laughs> Uh, it could break the windscreen. That's I, that's I how bad it. they I, are. I um I, I so it, I was t- I'm turning this into a bit of material. So Becky was she was saying when you know we're talking about where you get ideas from, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody flashes to come into her estate, mm-hmm. and she I, and before I had a chance to wave to them, she waved to them, right? Mm-hmm. And then we did it where I let somebody go and they waved to us and she waved back, and I said, hey, "You just stole my wave." She went, you what? I goes, you just stole my wave. I goes, I'm driving, so it's my wave. That's my wave. And I did it as a joke, saying that's what it was. And I goes, that's a bit of material, that. And I thought nothing of it. And two weeks later, she goes, oh, you're scared I'm going to steal your wave again. I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's, that's, that's in a nerve. I've noticed that, you know, because if you've got people in your car who are drivers yeah. in the passenger seat, they will it's, wave. You know, it, what it is, no. It's an automatic reaction you do it, and there's no, there's generally nothing in it. But I was I was it was one of those days where I'd come up with some funny stuff, and when that happens, it's like that's, that's really yeah. Oh, you little bit, I was writing stuff right. I was ch- and, and normally that's when I'm free flowing like that. It works, mm. and I can like hit a little landmine, and she knew exactly what it was, but uh, I, I really think there's legs in that. I think I'll end up in a set somewhere. But mm. uh, you stole my wave. <laughs> it's just so it's so petty and childish. But I, very, I, I will still hold the door open for people. Yeah, just because I, I was do. thought it was pleasant. I say don't bother challenging people because you don't know what's going on in somebody's life if they don't say thank you. All right. Yeah. The next, unless you work with them and it's somebody who does it all the time to you, then you can maybe challenge them. And then um, the other thing is, is if they're more than five steps away. Mm. My advice is don't bother because it's actually going to get really awkward for both of you. It's just standing there staring at each other for like a couple of seconds while one of them awkwardly tries to run yeah. down this corridor. With And if they've got bags of shopping and coffee yeah. or whatever else, that yeah. could turn into something bad. There we are. We have set another of the world's ills to sides. Mm. We now know where we are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yet, yet again, the show is slowly getting a bit more wet. The tide is coming in. It's time for us to leave Agony Island for another week. Uh, and on this week, I have been uh, Stephen Petty. You have been Stephen Ham. And uh, your socials, Mr. Ham? So my socials are Steve Instaham. You can message me on there, or you can send your problems to um, agonypod at gmail.com. Or we also have an Instagram, which is um, agonyisland underscore pod. You can send them to as well. And next week, we will have a TikTok. Tickety talk. We will, yeah. We've, we've managed to say to a young person, can you show us how to do it? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the young person has showed us. I know how to do TikTok. I know you know I how just, to do TikTok, I just, but I'm doing part of it. I'm doing part of it. I'm just refusing to do TikTok because every time I download that, I just end up wasting hundreds of hours of my life in it. I end so. up finding, I'm watching people doing that. Can you dance, 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 da, 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 doing the more oh, t- God, the, God. Um, yeah. The um the Wednesday dance. Oh my okay, yeah, There's yeah. There's that yeah. one. The the one at oh don't get it. those little TikToks. I get loads of really good dad ones where it's like somebody going, I've got a new axe. And they show you their axe. I'm, I'm doing some woodwork. I love that stuff, right? Yeah, I can imagine you get them. 
Oh, yeah. amazing, man. Seriously, but then I got one where it was people having their ears cleaned, and I was like, ooh, no. Oh, I wonder how you managed to get that on the algorithm. I don't know, but it was horrible. Oh, it was mangy. Maybe, maybe your wife has been seeing ear cleaning <laughs> near no, your phone to hint, to hint, to hint to get your ears cleaned. My ears are clean, mate. My ears are like a freshly clean fruit. No, we did the thing the other day where we you were clean your ears, and we've actually got one of those where you can look in your ear and clean it out. Oh yes, yes. So I got I got bought one of them last Christmas because she went, "Oh, I thought you'd enjoy that." And I was like, "Yeah, I was really weird. I was really weird." So uh, my my ears, I have to say, are like the tiny tunnel, clear both ways, and there's not much congestion. Right. Well, you've clearly not gone through them at nine a.m. <laughs> That's it. And right? I'm, t- I'm talking about the tight tunnel there, not, well, not your ears. Oh, <laughs> and on that, ladies and gentlemen, ahoy, ahoy. We will see you next week for another episode of Agony Island. Stephen? Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. As always, please subscribe to us. Please leave some nice reviews on iTunes for us. And please tell your friends about us. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Agony Island. The sun is now setting. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. However, to get your weekly dose from the boys, like, subscribe, and recommend to your friends. We'll speak with you next week.